Hello and welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I am Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And this is the second time we're doing this and I feel like I've adapted some sort of, adopted some sort of robot voice. And this is episode 35. (laughs) Doing so well. So when we said 35 before in the first time that we tried to do this opening, it reminded me, I, last night, I know I'm just jumping in, but this, it made me so surprised. You ever seen that movie, The Parenthood? Yes. With Steve Martin mm-hmm. and Mary Steenburgen. Yep. So I, for no reason, it's on Peacock, I think. So I've been like just putting on Peacock and seeing what else they have, you know? Sure. So I opened the app and it was right there and I love that movie so much. So I p- put it on mm-hmm. and I look and all of a sudden, the, you know, like Steve, the whole movie opens with like an imagine like a daydream that Steve Martin's having in a baseball field, yes. baseball stadium. Baseball and, field uh, stadium, got it. <laughs> the child version of him is talking to what he calls an amalgam of people who were paid to babysit him at a baseball game. Sure. And he says, I'm not really a child. I'm, I'm a 35-year-old man with my own wife and kids. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Steve Martin is meant to be 35 in this movie? Oh, yeah. He went white, like, very <laughs> young. Very young. So then I'm like... But the movie's from 1989, and I'm like, that doesn't feel like it syncs up. So I looked it up. He's 44 in the movie playing a 35-year-old, and I'm like, okay, thank you. That seems more correct. He's a 44-year-old playing a 35-year-old while looking like he's in his at least early 60s. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Martin's had a real career. Did he like? <laughs> did he get like electrocuted at some point, and just all of the color left, like, left his hair? Like all of the hue just I... went bye bye. I have no idea why he's just been gray for his entire life. He, it's not, it's not really gray. He went straight white. Like his hair yeah. is just white. And it's been that it's way really, for really a very long me. time. But yeah, I haven't oh, seen Parenthood in a, in a minute. But I do remember that, that scene. The movie rules. It's so funny. It's such a weird ass movie too. Mm-hmm. Like. I love all the like the daydream cutaways that happen in it. It's yes. like I think that's one of the first things that I can think of that did that. You know? Okay. Like when he's at the baseball game with his son and his son is like he like tanks it and meanwhile he told his son that he could play second base or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he cuts to this daydream where his son is like shooting up an entire college campus. And he's in the bell tower screaming, you shouldn't have let me play yes. second base. <laughs> that is like, a really, really good part. He has the megaphone and he's like, son, it's okay. And then the the, he, the son like shoots it with the gun and he's like, good shot, son. <laughs> he turns to the dean and he's like, kids need positive reinforcement. <laughs> like there's so many dark, yes. horrible things. Yes. So... So, if you haven't seen Parenthood, so how you do, definitely have to watch it. How does this any of this relate to anything? <laughs> Nothing. Well, because Steve Martin said he was 35. And it's episode 35. This 30- is episode 35. <laughs> <laughs> Grasping. Grasping. Doug, I don't even know where to go from here. Where do we go from here? How are you, Kaylin? What other, how was your Thanksgiving? What other things? How was your weekend? How was... You talk. Okay. So it reminds me of this movie um, where uh, Steve Martin is a jerk and um, there's no relation to anything. It's called like The Idiot or something, right? Yep. Nailed it. That's it. Nail on the head right there. Anyway, my Thanksgiving was okay. It was quiet. It was quick and dirty, just the way I like it. I went in there, I cooked some stuff, I helped cook, I didn't get to stay for the meal because we had book club, and oh, by the way, yeah. I had I had Thanksgiving on Friday, because my sister-in-law yes. is a nurse, and she worked on Thanksgiving, so we did nothing for Thanksgiving, and we did an it's extra It's the year day. of the nurse. It is the year of the nurse. <laughs> and the season you look of on the your... witch. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, how was your Thanksgiving? Good, about the same. My, not the same at all. No, we had Thanksgiving <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day at my mother's in a small, our little quarantining group, and it was nice. Was it the same in the fact played... that you 
your sister-in-law is also a nurse? My wife is a nurse, not my sister-in-law. Close enough. We'll take it. <laughs> I, like, forgot what you were talking about, and I'm like, Kaylin, you know that that's not true. <laughs> um, so we played um, this game that I really want to play with you guys. You guys. I'm talking to you and, I guess, like, the general listening public. It's called Sequence, and it was a lot of fun. It's like this weird card game where you have this, like, board of face-up cards, and then you have to, like, try to make a match. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it was a lot of fun. Interesting. And then we played some stupid Jackbox game. I don't remember what it was called. You ever played any of those? Where it's like, uh, everybody looks at the TV, and then, like, a quiz game kind of plays, and you answer the questions on your phone? No, but I've been wanting to play that uh, with you guys too because it was like pandemic yeah. friendly correct like you could just play yes. it for multiple yeah. locations yeah a lot of people are playing them currently because of that because you can kind of like load up a zoom with a third screen with like the actual game show running and then everyone answers on like a tablet or whatever fun but that was fun yeah that sounds exciting and then of course we had book club on friday and then we had small business saturday which was crazy yes small business saturday was crazy <sighs> I went to a few shops on Small Business Saturday. Cool. Where did you go? Because I was in my shop the whole time. <laughs> we went to, me and your wife went to Keyport and we went by the, you know what I found out recently? It's not the metal music shop. It's the metal music stop. Stop. Yeah. I don't, Which I, I, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that until like, I think I was looking up directions because like I know how to get to mm-hmm. Keyport, but I was like. I don't know where this particular shop is. Yeah, where exactly you were going. I I haven't been there before, so I went there. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun. Um, It was interesting. Like, I think... Yeah, it's a neat little, very eclectic shop, right? Yes. Surprisingly so. I think the funny part is, is that, like, they sell a bunch of t-shirts. Like, a bunch of t-shirts, a bunch of sweatshirts. All, every, Mm -hmm. every single one of them in black. Every single one. Yeah, the whole <laughs> not, rack is, there's not a single color. Not a yeah. stitch in color, which I appreciate. I was like, yes, I'm I'm on board with this. Um, mm-hmm. And they had like your typical, like they had buttons, stickers, patches, CDs, posters, like a whole bunch of like, you know, stuff that you'd expect there. But I think you posted about this and we just talked about this earlier. One of the things you don't expect in this is the tea selection. They have a very extensive tea collection from this company, um, which a couple in Howell uh, make it. And the name of the company is called uh, Brutalities. But like T's is spelled T-E-A-S. Definitely not something I expected to find in the metal music stop. Exactly. You know. But it was like nice and like... It was cool. It definitely is on brand because like all of the tea pouches, like they have two ounce tea pouches or i think they have like a sampler thing that mm-hmm. comes in like a tiny tin but all the pouches are like matte black and like all of the tea names are like plays on like movies or um bands and stuff like that like i know liz picked up an advent calendar for you yeah. um and i just got a single pouch of one that was called between the blueberried and may which i thought was fun <laughs> yeah i've been um patiently going through the advent calendar now that we're only on the second day i'm not going ahead i'm being good yep good i'm glad and i'm excited we're gonna you said well i told you you should rank them so we know which ones to get again yeah absolutely which is exciting. And then, like, they had, like, cute teapots. I don't know. It was, like, a it was like a fun array. The store is immaculate. It's, like, very mm-hmm. well organized, which I appreciate. Everything is on theme. Like, the teas are in matte black little bags. The t-shirts are black. The bags that they put your stuff in is black. Even, like, for your stickers or your postcards or um, your patches, they have these smaller black bags that they put into the other black bags so your shit doesn't get bent it's like when i went there the last time they did that i bought a couple buttons and i was really surprised with the buttons that i bought also because i got a tears for fears button Uh and i was not expecting to find that either 
And yeah, he puts it in that little pouch. Yeah. Bag. So everything is like very super neat. The owner was there. He was really, really nice. Um, and mm-hmm. talked to us about the teas. And we were like, oh, we've been known. We've been known about the teas. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the cashier was super friendly. But yeah, after that, we kind of just went down um, that street that has like a, a few little businesses there. And like we, we went into the buy and sell. Then we went into this antique shop. Um, the mm-hmm. antique shop was so, it was so much stuff. So it was like crazy, a crazy amount of stuff. Like I couldn't, I couldn't be in that shop and shop in that shop unless like there was not another being in that shop. And like, oh, it was like that like, crammed I, with stuff. Yeah, and I like need time. Like I need time, and I need like you not to hover over me, which the woman was not doing at all. Like to go mm-hmm. through everything and like. Like there's so much, and that's the that's the only flaw about it. Like it's so jam packed with stuff that I like felt like I would be like a bull in a china shop at any second. Like one wrong move, and I could have <laughs> yeah. taken down every single thing in that place. You just grab like the wrong item, and it's just a literal like domino house of cards. Yes, whatever. and there's a lot of breakable items, but like a lot of really really cute stuff. Like, a lot of really cute glassware, a lot of, like, kitschy, like, coin purses. It, there was a lot of great things in there, but it just, it's a little bit overwhelming. Um, And then lastly, after that, we went to your shop and I bought some stuff. Yeah, you got some books. You got our next mm-hmm. book club book. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <clears throat> Ugh. You right over Sorry. there? Mm-hmm. Just needed a sip of bohemian raspberry tea. That's your tea of the night tonight, right? Yeah. Fun stuff. Um, What do you call it? And I know, well, you were here when we started watching it, but I just really want to tell everyone that they need to watch Saved by the Bell on Peacock because it's the funniest TV show in the entire world. And I'm so surprised by how good it is. And it's amazing. And you should watch it because it's the best. We literally, we're not going to talk about book club yet, but we literally came back from book club. Um, our friend Megan wind up at book club and then she came over to Doug and Liz's after as well as myself. I, I crashed over. Um, but when Megan left, we were like, fuck, like, what? Well, let's put something funny and dumb on. And it was at your request. You were like, oh, I literally said, let's, you want to watch some trash? Yes. Like I had no expectations at all for yes. it. And when you said Saved by the Bell reboot, I was like, I guess, like, you know, we're all not going to stay <laughs> up super late, so sure. Literally zero expectations. Yeah. And it was a fucking, it was a smash hit. <laughs> like, it was so fucking funny and, like, truly, truly yeah. dumb, but really fucking funny. And, like, it knew how dumb it was, so it was just... And, mm-hmm. and all of the actors were really fucking good. Um, yeah. It's like a perfect reimagining. It really is. Sequel I, series. Because it's I like both have in a no way. Bad thing, no, no bad things to say about it. There's not one part of it that I was like, eh, this sucked. Like, all of it was truly dumb and really, really fucking funny. To the point where, like, any person I've seen since then, I'm like, you should watch a show. And they're like... I can't stop yes. recommending it. And they're it, yeah. like, well, what is it on? And I'm like, Peacock. And they're like, ugh. And I'm like, don't, just do the free trial just for this. Just watch it. <laughs> Trust me. It's so funny. All the episodes are up. So if you need, like, any sort of selling mm-hmm. on it, basically this is, like, the softball pitch of the series. It takes place in modern day. A few of the original characters return. Basically, Zach Morris is the governor of California. And he has cut funding for some of the schools. And they have to close a school in a lower income area. And now all of these kids need somewhere to go. And it's recommended that they go to Bayside because of their proximity. So all of these kids from like a lower income area come from like the inner city basically to the shining, ridiculous, full of pranks and scheming Bayside High. When they get there, I guess the best way to put it is that like when they meet all of the scheming and pranking, they don't understand it. And it's kind of, I think, supposed to be reflective of white privilege. 
<laughs> like that these kids do all this horrible shit to their principal yes. and they, you know, weasel their way out of taking tests and handing in, in reports. In the beginning. And it, it's shit that would not fly in their schools and they don't understand why it can fly in In the beginning, Bayside. it is like... It is, like, two different television shows merging. Like, mm-hmm. the, like, it, it's almost, like, as if the, this, um, the high schoolers from the underprivileged school, they come in and they break the fourth wall, like, literally to the point where the one main girl breaks the fourth wall at, at all times and she's like, what the fuck is happening? Like, and, like, uh-huh. all, and then, like, it's this ridiculous, like, I don't even know how to explain it, like, an iCarly type fucking show on the other side for like what is he called mac mac is zach's son like da- down to the lighting the lighting yes. is different it's like softer and funner and like versus like a very realistic like a drama yeah it's lit like a drama when these kids you know like for these kids that they're like their lives are much harder and then and eventually it's... like the um they just kind of like I don't even know how to explain it. They kind of just go into the fold of this. Like, they just kind of sink into... Yeah, the kids get absorbed in. Yeah, they kind of just sink into the atmosphere of, like, what is some zany fucking, you know, teenage television show. But, like... Yeah, they're super hesitant to lean in at first, but then they end up (laughs) completely immersed in the... And in in such fun ways, too. Like, each of them like fold in differently into the high school Mm -hmm. but it the cast is fucking hysterical they're so good uh what's the um oh my god i can't even remember her name uh she's she's mac's best friend oh uh lexi played by josie toda oh my god she is fucking hysterical like her timing is really fucking perfect and and Max pretty good too, but I think I think Lexi is the shining star for sure of the show. Yeah, like absolutely. She's, just, she's really fucking funny. So yeah, guys, go you definitely, watch it. <laughs> definitely should give the show a shot. We can't say enough good things. Um, and Doug, what else have you been watching? Uh, I think that's it. You? Well, uh, at your end, um, about all of book clubs, uh recommendation i'm finally uh done with watchmen oh yeah what'd you think it was insane it was uh, that that's another mm-hmm. show in a very completely different way that like i think was done so fucking well the twists and turns at the end they were like they were unsuspecting like i i didn't suspect a lot of them and i don't want to give away too much but like the way the story kind of Wo- like got woven together at the end is like kind of crazy mm-hmm. um but it was just beautifully done i just think it was it was very well done when everything like comes to a head in that like either the the last episode the or the second, second to last, last episode mm-hmm. it's insane yeah uh, the, the whole series it's a perfect it series it yeah. really is and i don't want them to continue it and okay so it's been out for i guess nearly a year at this point now sure. right can we give a dancing around spoilers conversation sure, right now. Sure, I think we can. Do you do you do you think she walked on water? So I th- okay, <laughs> cuz that's that's the last scene in the series. And I just want to say mm-hmm. before I guess, I just want to say that it was done so well that like my head yeah. was racing. Like my head was racing and I was like, mm-hmm. walk, does she walk? Does she not walk? Does she walk? Does she not walk? Because she did um eat the egg and and i don't think that's giving away yeah. too much but i she did eat the egg and and they had a conversation and pretty much up until that point everything that he had said to her cal had said to her i'm gonna call him cal um yeah ha- had come true so for mm-hmm. him to leave it like that and and for them to not go back this is going to sound insane to somebody that hasn't watched it but for them to not go back and address the waffles you know what i mean mhm like <laughs> doesn't it sound insane yeah it does sound insane for them not to address the waffles and then her to find the egg um i definitely think that she, yeah she did i think she did yeah she walked even though even Ugh. though there was like once she did eat the egg like 
nothing visibly had changed, which I would have expected. You know what I mean? But, yeah. But I, I, given all that other shit, I think she did walk. What about... I love that show. I'm so glad that you finished it. But what it. about you? What, did, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Without a doubt. She did. I... I Guys, if if you okay, oh, I really really want to watch it. Guys, <laughs> if you haven't watched yet, I know this sounds. I know all of I what I just said, dancing around everything, sounded insane. But if you do watch a show, which I I would suggest, and I don't even have room to suggest it because my I myself took me like Doug said almost a year to like fully commit to watching it. It's, you should you should. It sounds insane, but it, it it makes total sense if you if you finish the series. And and it, I mm-hmm. was it, it's kind of slow, it's kind of slow in the beginning for me. Like it took me a little bit to engage with it, but it 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 was really really good. It's it I don't know it kind of builds on itself, and it's it's just like the most exciting show I mm-hmm. watched I think in the last yeah. year. It it was definitely very. Gene Smart is amazing. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Like, everyone in the whole series mm-hmm. was so good. Lube yeah. Man. <laughs> I definitely have to give it a rewatch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give myself another good time. They, This was such a successful series, and I know you don't want it to continue, mm-hmm. and maybe they won't, but I think it was so successful that they're going to try to push something else out of it. I'm sure they will, but I think it was so perfect that they should just let it be. Agreed. Agreed. You know, but that's not the way the world works, of course. And something that was a success will be, you know, approached and again. A, and again and money. again and again <laughs> like, until they make it into a show that people uh-huh. hate, i.e. Game of Thrones. Yep. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically. Most shows, if you drag it out too long, you just got to end it. You know what I mean? Which made me think of something so crazy. Yeah. Because I think... Um, Shit's Creek had had one of those things where they ended it at a really good time. You know what I mean? It was like absolutely, yeah. There's no shitty season yes, of that show, and it's so weird that I have this opening because I had this really crazy thought today, where I just saw mm-hmm. like um, Shit's Creek social their their uh, Instagram page posted something about oh I think it was like. Me, November 30th, versus me, December 1st, and it was Ray, like Ray just in regular clothes, and then Ray dressed as the elf for December 1st. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. well. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, the show is over. I'm like, how long do you manage? Why is this yes, account active? How, yeah. And how long do you manage <laughs> the account for, like, to the end of time? I don't know. Like, who is that poor intern? I don't know. Who's like, okay, so I have to match this meme for this week with, with a post from a show a that grab. hasn't been on in yes. 14 years. That is exactly <laughs> like, what, like, my mind goes to because, like, I I don't know when you cut that cord. I don't know when you just stop posting. So I, I wanted to make a yeah. mental note for myself, like, in 14 years to be like, let me check on that Shit's Creek page. Is that still a thing? You know what? Now I want to look at like I'm trying to think of another series. I'm like, what? If, what does Parks and Rex think? Parks and Rex account think about the um, the pandemic? What, what's a good meme? The the dress? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Like, Wait. Like that fucking is the dress black and or blue or gold. white and gold? That was that was before they went off air. That was before they went off air for sure. But, Kaylin, let me tell you, they have a Twitter, an Instagram that has been active as much as nine hours See? ago. And that show hasn't been on in uh, four years? At four least years? four years. So At least four are years. Are these people yeah. getting paid? Do you just hand off the account to, like, an Uber fan? You're like, here you go. Kaylin, on, on November 12th, they ask that you comment below, which character would you want as your best friend? Okay, well, that's Why? insane because it's Leslie Nope, and if you think otherwise, that's crazy. But it it has but to yeah, be Leslie. This is Leslie's a very this good is friend. To the point of like, this is the absurdity. Like, why do you want to be not only an account but like an interactive account at this point, four years later? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I <laughs> exactly. Oh Jesus. 
Wow. <clears throat> All right, let's go to our first song and then come back and talk a little bit about book Sounds club. Like what plan. do you think? Oh my god, we've been talking for twenty five minutes already. Twenty six minutes. I know. All right, go ahead, shoot. Our first, our first song is Tin Man by the Avett Brothers. The Avid Brothers. Doug. So. We had. Yeah. A, a wonderful book club this past week. Like a. Like a yeah, wonderful. It week. was. Uh, a pretty full meeting too. We yeah. met again at the park at Lake Lefferts in a big old circle socially distanced yes. in our own little pods mm-hmm. and everything. To talk about Frendo. By Alex Pocknadell. And Martin Simmons. There you go. You nailed it. I know. I did that That's from memory. That's really good. Pock- that was pretty good. Pock-Nadel. So. How do you say that? Nadell. I was going to say a very unique, yeah. unique name. Hard to forget. Or hard to remember. Unique. Hard to forget. <laughs> You're an idiot today. Today. Just today. I'm an idiot. So yeah, we had a nice group. Of uh, some new we faces. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And uh, I think we had a pretty good chat. I don't know. I, I, when I went mm-hmm. into it, I did not like the book very, very oh, much. We, I enjoyed it fine. we cracked that bitch open. We cracked it open. Yeah, and through talking it out, I think I did get a better appreciation for it. And here's a perfect example of why all y'all should come to book club. Because we, if you've read Frendo, you, you'll, you'll know what we're talking about. But if you hadn't... The book was the book was okay. It was okay. It didn't really mm-hmm. seem like it, it lacked substance. 
Um, and it jumped around and and really didn't um, really didn't bear m- much fruit in any portion of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it kind of just jumped here and there, and you're like, oh, this is happening. Now this is happening, and then that happened. And yeah, like, and the way time okay. moved in it was kind of odd. But I think JP was the one to initially crack it open for us. JP suggested mm-hmm. that it was very heavily influenced by uh, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, and then when we all heard that, we started to see, I don't know, a hundred different references to the Wizard of Oz. From there, the floodgates open, and we're like, oh shit, does this mean this? And does this mean this? Like, it, it was fucking crazy how many similarities, like, Suze had suggested, she kind of um, elaborated on what JP said, that it was about Wizard of Oz, or maybe Suze, and she, she might kill me, but maybe Suze suggested it at first, I don't remember who did, but one of the two mm-hmm. of them, and then Suze was talking about how they're in the sandstorm, and I was like, oh, does the sandstorm, the fucking tornado, like, in the beginning where everything gets jumbled up? And then she's like, yeah, even if yeah. you notice, like, all of the costumes from those, like, supporting, like, characters that you meet for, like, a millisecond were, like, the Tin Man, uh, Dorothy, like, mm-hmm. they are all, it was, like, a very obvious clue that, like, I just brushed aside initially. I was like, oh, duh, they're dressed dumb, whatever. You know? Yeah, I kind of thought it was just a weird mm-hmm. thing. Not necessarily, like, I recognized that that had happened, but not that it was maybe playing a bigger part in the series oh for sure and then we just started going on from there we're like all right well who is the wicked witch and who is you know glinda and and then we started realizing that those people those characters that we had thought may not have been a big deal in the morning uh in the not in the morning in the beginning rather like Mm -hmm. came back as other people like as if dorothy was like dreaming of the farmhands you know what i mean in in oz and how they became other people in there like i this would have never happened i would have never broke this open unless i went to book club you know what i mean like i would have never thought or given it a second thought to be honest because i didn't really like you said like the book too much like enough to investigate it you know what i mean and now Mm -hmm. i'm just like what the yeah it was kind of like you would have just probably closed it and been like okay Mm -hmm. You know, but then with the task of us all talking about it and everything, it kind of definitely opened up new parts of it that we didn't see before. And now I'm like, all right, maybe not right away, but at some point I will crack that book open again and be like, all right, let me reread this and see exactly like what the theme is and exactly who the characters are supposed to be. Yeah, were we not all just collectively stoned or something (laughs) (laughs) that we all saw this? We were also on a dream. And we're like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, so first pick up a friendo, not great. After book club, more intrigued. I, I wouldn't say great still, but definitely more intrigued about, you know, what the story was actually trying to say. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think all in all, after that, it definitely, I had a better appreciation. Yeah. I'm more excited for next month, honestly, <laughs> which well, is terrible. Why don't you just but... tell, you know, what, what we got going on for next month? So in June, we did the first volume of Something is Killing the Children. And I, I'm sure we talked about it on here, how much we all in book club, like, unanimously loved that book. Yes. And thought it was just just about one of the best that we've read this yes. year mm-hmm. all together. So we're doing volume two for uh, the book of December. And we're going to meet on January 1st in the shop and we'll crack that one yeah. open too. So, I mean, this is the first book we're doing where we're actually going into a volume two. So that's exciting. Yeah. It's our mm-hmm. first like sequel. So that's exciting. So we're like, I mean, I'm sure I will re- reread one before I read two and then come to put, you know what I mean? Yeah, because I'm sure there's small things that you 
There's probably small things that you want to have in the back of yeah. your head at least. And now that fresh. book club has got more members and now we're just fucking cracking books left and right. Now I'm like, fuck, I need to get in there mm-hmm. and I need to like analyze the shit out of this book. So I have like something <laughs> important to say at our next meeting. You basically, you want to figure out that this book is about the sound of music, exactly. right? Exactly. Before anyone else does. Who are the Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> Or the nuns. I will figure this one out, guys. Nobody solves a problem like Erica Slaughter. Very true. I and you know That was a very good poll, <laughs> Caitlin. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Um yeah, so I'm excited about book two. Um I also think that we're going to probably most likely be indoors next time. I think this is something that we talked about. But can you elaborate and, like, tell people where we're going to be indoors? Yeah, we'll be socially distanced in the shop, so everything should be nice and safe and all that good stuff. I'm still kind of maybe hopeful that we could do it outside again. I remember last year, it was in, like, the oddly in the 60s around New Year's last year. So I'm like, maybe we could still be outside because that could be kind of cool. But otherwise, we'll be... Nice and potted off. You're and, absolutely you know, right because with our masks and all that good stuff. You're absolutely right because I don't know if you know this, but last year on New Year's Day, I married two friends on the beach, and it was like fine enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are ever wondering where my Instagram handle comes from, my Twitter handle comes from Father <laughs> K, I'm an ordained minister. So if you guys want to get married, y'all, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> But yeah, we've had such weird weather. It could either be a blizzard that day or it could be, you know, like shorts weather, at least as far as I'm concerned. Yes, as far as you're concerned. I've been wearing pants and I will continue to wear pants until at least April. (laughs) I went into the post office today and the clerk behind the counter, she was like, please tell me you're wearing jeans today. It's very cold outside. And I'm like, I am. (laughs) The fact that they had to point that out at the post office really tells you something, Doug. (laughs) You're but like... But I, I'm not pants. so caught off guard or surprised by it because, like, every male in my family, like, specifically only wears shorts up until, like, unless... It's like a jersey thing, unless I think. Unless it's snowing or we have, like, a mm-hmm. wedding and or funeral. Like, those are the only time I see, like, my father and my uncles, like, wearing pants. That sounds really weird. Yeah. <laughs> they wear shorts other times. <laughs> but pants. It is definitely a New Jersey thing, and I don't understand it either, but that's what I want, and that's what I'm going to yeah. do. Um, Doug, should we go to song number two? Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we scratched the surface of Book Club pretty well. We'll go to song sure. number two. Song two is If I Only Had a Brain by The Flaming Lips. I could while away the hours Conferring with the flowers Consult them with the rain And my head I'd be scratching While my thoughts were busy hatching If I only had a brain I'd unravel every riddle For any individual In trouble or in pain You'd be thinking near the shore I could think of things I never thought before And then I'd sit and think some more I would not be just a nothing My head all full of stuffing Heart all full of pain I would dance and be merry Life would be a dingle dairy If I only had a brain Just a nothing, my head all full of stuffing, 
heart all full of pain. I would dance and be merry. Life would be a dingle dairy if I only had a brain. And that was If I Only Had a Brain by the Flaming Lips. Jug. So we like touched lightly on uh, your small business Saturday antics, Yeah, a right? little bit. So I want to take like a second at least to thank everyone who came out to support us on Small Business Saturday and on the Friday before. We had a great turnout and um, I think we had some pretty good deals. You got some books, I did. Right? I did indeed get some books. Um, you you guys had really good deals. You had that buy two, get one free, and then you had, what, 50% off all the uh, the trades? And the trades were buy two, get one free. The back the issues back were 50% issues. off. And then, like, all yes. the toys and figures and all that other fun stuff were 25% yep. off. But it was, a, like, it was a busy day. It was really, really cool and great to be, felt great. To be supported so much, you know? It was a really yeah. good day. And, uh... So much so that I stopped by the shop and I just got my books and I kind of pieced it. Like, I just... I didn't want to crowd, yeah, was... you know what I mean, the shop for, like, everyone else to come in because there were quite a few people coming in and out. Yeah, it was pretty busy. It was like a... I don't know. Steady nice. stream. And it was a lot of people doing holiday shopping, too. Like... They come in and they're like, hey, my uncle is really into the Avengers, blah, 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 you know, and we help them pick out a new book or uh, some Funkos, that kind of thing. Well, luckily, you know, everyone has pretty much, I mean, if you celebrate Hanukkah, you only got about a week and a half until Hanukkah starts. It starts on the 11th this year. Yeah, I think Hanukkah's next Friday. The, yeah, the 11th. Yeah. yeah, so next Friday. So mm-hmm. you got a week and a half before Hanukkah starts. Also... You got about, what are we at, like three and a quarter weeks until Christmas, something like that. So. Yeah, like 12 days. About a dozen days. 12 days days until Christmas. That's not right. Wait, that's not math. That that would mean Christmas is on the 14th. So, Doug, why don't you let me handle the math? Considering today is the second, you all have about... 22, <laughs> 22 days. <laughs> 22 days. About two dozen. <laughs> to get your ass down to the degree and buy some books, buy some games, buy some toys. Can't what? Look. I'm actively looking at a calendar and I'm like, yeah, 12 days. One, two, three. I don't know Again, what's wrong Doug, with me. Again, Doug, let me just handle the math. Let me just do the math on this show. <laughs> calendar math. Let me it's do the calendar working. math and the clock math because... I, I know that's not your strong Ooh. strong suit over there. This mm-hmm. week, we had a lot of really good new books that came out. Like, a lot of huge ones. It was a very small week, but everything that came out was huge. We got the new Tom King Batman Catwoman book just started. It's a 12-issue maxi-series from Tom King, kind of continuing what he had started in the regular mainline okay. Batman book before he left the series. And then we have the new King in Black series that just started from Donny Cates. This is the new event book with Venom and it looks like basically all every Marvel character is going to be in this series. It wow. looks insane. And my personal favorite, Patton Oswalt wrote alongside oh, let me, Jordan Bloom. He wrote the new MODOK comic series. You know so he and Jordan are writing the new television show for MODOK that's going to be on Hulu in okay. a couple months. And this is like a uh, comic series to get you, I guess, in the mood for his antics on TV. Well, that makes total sense because Patton Oswalt is a fucking huge nerd. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and this character is ridiculous. That, but like, I it's about damn time. And it's so funny that you say that because you said Tom King earlier in regards to, um, what was it, Batman and Catwoman? Yeah. Catwoman. Um, yeah. And I was like, weird. I'm like, I wonder if like any big writers, and my first thought, because you said Tom King was to go to Stephen King. I was like, why? Wouldn't it be like <laughs> such an interesting move if Stephen King did a comic? He did a couple years okay. ago. 
I mean, he has one going right now, sort of. Like, they're adapting that book, Sleeping Beauties, that he wrote with mm-hmm. Owen. That's being adapted to a comic okay. series right now. But as far as, like, original comics, he worked on a series called American Vampire with Scott Snyder a few years ago for a little while. It was pretty good. Um, I don't remember much about it, but I fell off after his name kind of came off of it, too. Because he didn't, I guess, do too much work on it, I don't think. And it just recently came back for a sequel series, which is kind of surprising, without Without King's name on it. That's so interesting. I figured, like, somebody like him and, like, you know, not to just put this out there because it's his son, but, like... Joe Hill would be interested because of how popular like comics are right now and doing something like that. You know I, what am, I mean, I am surprised if so. Joe Hill did that whole line of comics called Hill House Books for DC last December, yes. last October. It started, and um, it would be interesting to see that come back with another wave of books because they were all really great. But it would be very cool to see it come back with a book by Stephen King. As well. Yeah, and not you know? to just like pigeonhole like Stephen King and his son, but like other other mm-hmm. big authors. Like I think there there's something to mixing up the medium. You know what I mean? Like not just writing novels or novellas. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it helps further the whole idea that it's a medium and not a genre. Yeah. You know. Because so many people think, like, oh, a comic book is this. And it's not. It's just a form of writing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it could be whatever so, you like, want So, like, isn't it, it, like, insane, like, w- or would it be insane if, like, I know we're still going down this road with Stephen King, but since The Mist was a novella, and but we already had a movie about mm-hmm. it, I still think it'd be interesting to see as a comic. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Hopefully with a better mm-hmm. ending. <laughs> <laughs> A different twist ending. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) it would be cool to see them approach it differently. I'm like on that same front. I'm really excited for the new um, incarnation of The Stand, which is supposed to start, I think, Mm -hmm. next week. I want to say on the 12th it starts on CBS All Access, another fucking app that I have to buy. But um, I know Stephen King is playing a heavy hand in this adaptation. Okay. And he supposedly has written a more modern ending for it. So I'm curious to see what that means and what that looks like. That is very interesting. Do you, so modern, modern ending, you know, does that, that like, mean that the um, whole premise is moved up in time? You know what I mean? Like the whole entire book is moved know. up in time? I don't know. I imagine it's going to take place presently. So I don't know if it's because, you know, like, technology has changed so much since that book was written, since the original movie event series was released and everything, you know, so you kind of have to update stuff after Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if you You do update it, you know what I mean? Like, where do you sneak in these little, you know what I mean? Like, because when The Stand was initially written, um, I'm pretty sure cell phones weren't a thing. Like, doesn't, yeah. doesn't... Like, that's, and that's just one small thing, you know? Which like, one? Is it the stand where it opens to the car wreck at the gas station? So, yes. that case in point, that first scene. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna prejudge it. I'm just going to, um, wait to see it and see, see how they do it. And trust... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's got a really good cast, too. And uh, they managed to put another Skarsgård in a fucking Stephen King Oh, adaptation. thank God. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like you can't reboot a Stephen King property without a Skarsgård you know now. So. Skarsgård, they meet going. the intensity of Stephen King novels. They truly do. So I, I get that. I get that, Stephen. Um yeah, that that should be really interesting to watch. And uh, is there anything else you're looking forward to watching? I'm trying to think of other things that are coming out recently. That's... I mean, soon. <gasps> That's all that I did can think of right watch... now. Did you watch? I know we're going back to things that we have watched, but did you wind up watching Happiest Season? No, okay. not yet. No not spoilies. Yet. Not going to spoil it. It was good. It was good. You should definitely watch it. 
We have come full circle to this, though. That's pretty funny. <laughs> now we're back to talking about what we watched. Well, that's all I ever want to talk about is what I wa- what I watched and what I read. So that's it. I'll have to check that out because I do still want to see it. But um, last night we did because we're just fully going back to talking mm-hmm. about things. Yes, we are. Wait, <laughs> are you done watched. with Shop News? You know that show? Are you done with mm-hmm. Shop News? Should we? Well, yeah, some good books came out. We had a nice small business Saturday. I think that's All it right. for shop news. Our book club for next month is, for this month rather, is Something is Killing the Children yes. Volume 2. Mm-hmm. And last night, have you heard of that Netflix show, The Thing, like the Toys That Made Us, the Movies That so Made Us, whatever? So the Holiday Movies That Made Us is out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched the Nightmare Before Christmas episode and Tim Burton is a fucking asshole, dickhead, piece of shit. Surprise, like. you didn't know that already, but... <laughs> Funny that you said that. I had the, an inkling. Funny that you said that because but. I watched the first episode about Elf right before. You watched right the Elf one, okay. Right we, before we started recording, right before you called me. That's what I was watching. Oh, really? I like that show, but I find its formatting exhausting. Okay, so the narrator, I don't know who's doing the show. The narrator is yes. too much. There's too much editing. There's mm-hmm. too much the narrator... Like, finishing... These hard cuts that, like... It's like yes. they finish the sentence. They don't let the actual person finish the sentence. And the narrator's like, and this is what they said here. And here's a funny fucking thing that I did. Blah, 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 blah. There's, like, too many bits. It's it's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't imagine watching the Elf episode, I'll tell you that. Because that whole movie is stupid it, bits. It is. So. But, but it was very interesting tidbits that I did not know. First of all... George, mm-hmm. if you're listening, and I and I have to I have to point out George because he'll know what I'm talking about. It's not Shioto Brothers; it's Kyoto Brothers, and they have a hand in making. Oh, elf. weird. Then why doesn't the band call themselves Kyoto? I don't know if anyone knew. I okay. So if you guys are not familiar with the she or the Kyoto Brothers, um. I went on George's podcast months ago, um, and we talked about Killer Clowns. The best little horror Thank house in Philly. Like. Um, and we talked about Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Now, that movie was directed, produced, starred in everything, was pretty much done by these three brothers, which we formally were calling them the Shiotos brothers. And... Where the band Shiotos Brothers, which is now known as Shiotos, got their name from. So everybody says Shiotos. <laughs> On the Elf, they actually had them interview, and I think Steven's the first one. He's like, Hi, I'm Steven Kyoto, and my brother is blah 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 Kyoto, and my other brother is blah blah, blah Kyoto, and we've done these all kind of crazy things. But. All those crazy things were done in, like, the 80s before, like, you could hop on YouTube and be, like, get an interview with the director. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it was just, like, Mm -hmm. lost in time. You just saw these names on screen and you were like, oh, that's Shioto. We we pronounce that Shioto now. (laughs) But it is, in fact, Kyoto, George. So just in case you uh, bring that up in the future, which I thought was super crazy weird to find out that they who've had hands in like some of the weirder shit were brought on to make this holiday classic elf it was very strange but they were they were mostly brought Kaylin. on for the stop uh stop motion animation sorry go ahead yeah. oh that's cool i mm-hmm. like that scene i don't like that movie really i find it annoying i don't know i well, okay. <laughs> Will Ferrell, like... <laughs> so, I think you should watch that episode. And I know you're going to think it's annoying, and it's especially annoying because how it's formatted. Mm-hmm. But I think if you watch the episode, you would think a little bit differently about it. Because I did. Like, I, right. I don't watch that... I, I don't willingly watch that movie ever since Leah was probably... Leah's my niece. Leah was probably around, like, mm-hmm. four or five, somewhere, or maybe even three, I don't know, somewhere in that range. She would not watch 
any other movie except for Elf and the Santa Claus. So now those two movies that the Santa Claus is good. Okay, but that Elf okay. is annoying. Okay, but I don't listen. Know. Over and over and over and over and over and over again. Even when it wasn't the hot, like we were watching this shit in July over and over and over. Mm-hmm. So I definitely no. steer clear of those two movies because I'm like, I've seen them a million times. I don't need to see them. But now, ever since I watched this episode, the first thing I did after I was finished watching was seeing where I could watch Elf. Just saying. It must be on something, right? It is on Philo. It is on the Hulu TV app. It is on Sling with with the TV subscription. But it is not on, like, anything... It's not on anything reg. I definitely am not paying for Philo. Um, I checked Hulu. I do have the fancy schmancy Hulu, no ads. But I don't have the TV, so I can't watch it. So I'm going to check Sling next. And see, see where I got there. It's a lot of footwork to watch a bad movie, Caitlin. Listen. I'll tell you that. Well, watch that <laughs> damn episode. Watch that damn episode and tell me if you feel differently. I'll give it okay. a shot. <sighs> so anyway, we've established tonight. What have we established tonight? <laughs> Tim. Tim. What? what is that noise? What is what it noise? It sounded like a fucking UFO behind you. Uh, but we established oh, Tim Burton is. is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen King should do more comics. Okay. Everybody, everybody Check. should at least download the free trial, Peacock in, but everybody should watch the Save by the Bell reboot. Um, Check. What else? What else did we talk about? You're you're unraveling, I Caitlin. I am. And you know what's staring you in the face right now? And this is totally off topic, like the most of our show. I got my dress for my friend Kim's wedding in May. And it is broke. It's oh, broken. Yeah. There's like, there's no way to explain this over the air i don't think you you could are you drunk no. right now <laughs> no <laughs> i'm totally sober you're giving off like a real potentially drunk vibe I'm right now 100 100 percent that's not helping my case i'm a hundred percent sober i'm just a little crazed today i guess there's just a lot going on in my brain. Okay. Um, but truly, I'm just staring at this dress, and I'm just so disappointed because I got it for $45. It was originally $270, and it came in, and it's broke. So the whole time while we're recording, I'm just staring at this dress and being like, well, fuck. So you're going to need to find a tailor. Yes. A Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. I'm so sorry for that, Kaylin. A Tinker, a Tailor, a Soldier, and, and a Spy. I need all of them. There you go. So sorry, y'all, if I sound drunk. I am definitely, definitely sober. I think it's because we did this last episode. We did episode 34 in person. Yeah. So it's like uh, a little rusty getting back to the remote well, recording. I appreciate you for being so kind about it. And you're drunk. Also, also. guys, spoiler alert, I'm wasted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think it's the perfect time to wrap this show up. This has been episode 35. Doug, take it away. <laughs> this podcast is based out of a comic book store that can be found at 133A Main Street in Madison. It can be found online at the Geekery NJ. This podcast you're listening to, The Geekery Radio Hour, can be found on social media at The Geekery Radio. And I can be found at Father underscore K. I am at Dumble Stiltskin. We thank you for listening to episode 35. 
<laughs> Doug, don't you want to tell a story about that? 30, oh, about, you ever seen the movie Parenthood, Kaylin? <laughs> no, can you elaborate? <laughs> so, Steve Martin, it opens, okay, so, they're in a baseball field. I mean, yes. okay, hang on, no, they're in a baseball the stadium. The angel, they're I mean in the say. stadium, the and angels are in the outfield, right? The angels, actually, I'm sorry, no, this one takes place mm-hmm. in a football field. And they're in the, the angels are in the end zone oh. this time. And so, when the... What was that movie about? We Hold need on. to go. Air, Air Bud is now <laughs> the quarterback. Air Bud's the quarterback. Um, what's his name? Christopher Lloyd. He's an angel. He's the coach. He's the angel and the coach. The, <laughs> spook, He's the angel spoiler and the alert, coach. The coach is dead the whole time. You did not know that. Danny Glover's there. Haley Joel Osment is the water boy. Yeah, and the only way that they can know that the angels are in the end zone is because Haley Joel Osment mm-hmm. tells them that he can see mm-hmm. the angels yep. in the end zone. Yep. Wow. <laughs> That's it. So you just pitched like this horrible, nightmarish Ready Player One esque series. <laughs> where <laughs> I hate this. I hate this bit. Let's just end it. This has been episode 35 of the Geekery Radio Hour. Thank you so much for Bye, listening. Bye, guys. I'm drunk. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>